And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is Dr. Frank Imperato. Hi, Dan. How are you? Frank, I'm well, brother. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me back. You know, uh, the last time we talked about missions opportunities, medical missions, and um, you have a an exciting opportunity coming up, I believe, that maybe you can share with our listeners today. Um, sometimes we get so um, so narrow in our focus, you know, only our life counts, and, you know, maybe my arthritis or my checkbook isn't doing good or whatever it is, but um, the heart of God is for not just that, that's important to Him, but everybody in the world. <laughs> and um, um, one of those places is Macedonia, and you have a heart for this country of Macedonia in terms of serving in medical missions. And I'm just wondering, to get us started today, if you can share with the listeners, where is Macedonia located on the map? Thanks, Dan. Macedonia um, is in the Balkan Peninsula. It is uh, right above Greece. It used to be part of the Yugoslavia bloc, and when USSR broke down in the early 90s, uh, Serbia and Kosovo and Bosnia countries uh, became independent, and as did Macedonia. It's next to Bulgaria on the one side and Albania on the other side, and north of Greece, as I said, and it's south of uh, Serbia and Kosovo. Mm-hmm. And... Macedonia, um, what's the situation like in there in terms of um, the peacefulness of the people? Um, Are there conflicts, or is it relatively peaceful there? One of the reasons, Dan, that we were asked to uh, go and serve there was because of the government's concern um, of the infiltration of Islam. Mm. And Islam has been uh, moving uh, through the country and staking its territory now for for centuries, not just decades, but they've been very, very aggressive over the last uh, decade. I may have said this before, but one of the politicians said it very astutely that after communism left the country and Islam started coming in through the Middle East and the Albanian Turks started to have a greater influence in the country. The Macedonian nationals felt somewhat um, intimidated. And then um, after a few years, their intimidation turned into fear. And then now just recently, their fear has turned into a sense of persecution because many of the Islamists have become a lot more aggressive and a lot more radical. Mm. There's a large section of cultural Muslims in the country. There is a, a an increasing faction of of radical Islamists, as we're seeing all around the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm taking it that there is a, um, a huge opportunity here um, because the government itself recognizes the need for um, the peace and the uh, the care and the grace that Christianity offers. Indeed. The high-ranking political official that initially 
had asked us to come over and consider doing some work with them was very concerned about the survival of their culture, the survival of their civilization as we know it. Uh, Post-communism, their abortion rate had approached 50%, and it, it still is about 50%. Mm. Uh, the public the public performance of uh, the public numbers, the socialized medicine that they have, approach somewhere between 38 and 40%, and then we know there's a large amount of private abortions not being reported to the government. And the fertility rate is about 1.42, 1.43, so those families that are having children are not having enough to sustain their culture. And there are certain areas of the country where the Muslims are building about a mosque a week. So the oh, Macedonian my. nationals um, uh, aborting a high high number of their pregnancies and not having a lot of children in the in the Muslims staking their territory. The government officials um, recognize that it would not be through economics or politics or social reform or even education that uh, they would stem the tide of, of Islam, but only a reintroduction of the Christian worldview that would allow the, the people the strength and the and the power and the might through the Holy Spirit to stand strong. Mm. Uh, this is fascinating to me that we see this happening in another country, and yet uh, the roots of America clearly are uh, Christian roots, and it seems that uh, we haven't learned our lesson. We're, we're forsaking those roots, and uh, we will lose our freedoms, and we should take close notice to something like this. Um, we're, uh, we'll have to take a break in about a minute. Um, I'm, I'm looking at a map of the country, and it's um, just to give the listeners an idea of the size. I, I'm just estimating it's roughly, you know, from south to north, maybe about 90 miles high or so, you know, in, in that dimension. And in terms of its width, maybe, I'm just guesstimating, maybe 130 miles wide. Is that roughly uh, about the size of this country? That's fairly accurate. It, it measures about the size of Vermont. Okay. The uh, population is a little over 2 million. Mm. 750,000 live in the capital of Skopje. Okay. That's spelled S-K-O-P-J-E. Mm-hmm. And it's a fairly modern, contemporary European in the capital, but on the outskirts, of course, there's significant poverty and, and the people really struggle for uh, subsistence. And, mm. um, but most of the universities and most of the culture is, is done in the, in the capital, and most of the battle for the, the culture of, of, the, of, of the government and the culture of the people in regards to Macedonian nationals and, and the uh, Muslims uh, occur in, in the capital as well. Mm. Okay, that's very helpful. And what we'll do is we'll take a short break, and uh, on the other side we'll come back and we'll talk more specifically about um, at least what you can share of uh, what um, what you will be doing there, God willing, when your missions trip is, and a little bit more information like that. So stay with us. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. God save the world. God save the child, humble the strong, 
strengthen the mild, open my eyes that I might see. God save the world, starting with me. I light a candle, stare at the flame. I see the only way this world can change. One tiny light in each of us, a seed of hope, a mighty love. God save the world. God save the child. Humble the strong. Strengthen the mild. Open my eyes that I might see. God save the world. Starting with me. We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. God save the world. God save the child. Humble the strong. Strengthen the mild. Open my eyes that I might see. God save the world. Starting with me. And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is Dr. Frank Imbarato, a medical doctor. We've been talking about Macedonia. And um, we learned a little bit about the country itself and some of the struggles it's facing. And so, Frank, maybe on this side of the break, you can tell us a little bit more about the missions opportunity that there is in in this uh, Republic of Macedonia. And uh, maybe if you can share, whatever you can share, uh, approximately where you will be ministering and and what what do you do there? The Lord has provided, Dan, such a, a tremendous opportunity for us to be there in the country and to uh, dwell amongst its people and, and the and the higher echelon of society. And I say that not begrudging um, grassroots mission work, but it's such a privilege um, to be able to uh, dwell amongst the leaders of a community, the leaders of a society, and hopefully impact that segment of the Mm. community where we would have a trickle-down effect um, 
of the impact that we're having. The mission project began because of the, as I said, the country, the, actually there was one um, political, strong um, political uh, figure in the parliament who um, is born again and is married to a missionary gal from the States and, and recognized the grievous state of his country. He's been in Parliament since the age of 22. He's currently 35, and, mm. and uh, he knows the Prime Minister quite well and travels with the Prime Minister and uh, was able to get us a forum with a lot of the Cabinet members and the President, and, and they were so uh, gracious and, and so excited to know about uh, the pro-life and pro-family and pro-marriage message that we initially brought into the country when we were asked to speak in 12 cities in three days. And it was so well received by the conservative faction of the, the government, we were asked to consider a memorandum of understanding with the government and the Minister of Health to bring in physicians from the United States to do clinical training in high-level specialties different subspecialties of surgery, um, different subspecialties of cardiology and pediatric and emergency room and radiology. So with our connections back in the United States with Christian Medical and Dental Association, CMDA, uh, which is a large organization of 18,000 doctors and dentists, we were able to set up a clinical training slash discipleship program because when we spoke to the Minister of Health, it was it was made very explicit that we're not there just to um, do clinical medicine, but our, our goal in even being in the Balkan Peninsula was to um, see where God would have us land in regards to discipleship opportunities. And when we told the Minister of Health we would need an open door to speak the Christian worldview into these doctors' lives, mm. with gentleness and reverence, of course, and um, he said he would not expect anything less. <laughs> knew that that is where um, we needed to start directing our energies. So we're bringing um, this session, um, when I'm over there next week, we'll be bringing over 38 physicians from the United States between February and June. And each physician will spend about two weeks doing clinical training in their specialty, making rounds, doing surgery, spending um, time with the physicians, doing life-on-life, life, spending time after the clinic hours and after the hospital hours, having dinner and coffee and spending time with their, the Macedonian and the, and the Muslims' families, and mm -hmm. speaking their testimony into their lives and finding out who the people of peace are and if there's an interest in knowing more about the God we serve and more about the scripture we, we cherish than... Um, it, it's an opportunity for witness and, and, and discipleship. And when this program started in January of 2013, we have seen such softness of heart and such desire to know more. We, we are already starting to see Bible studies develop and small groups develop, and it has extended not just into the hospitals uh, where the doctors are, but into the hospital administration and into the nurses and into the medical students and into some of the universities as well as the politicians that we've been able to 
spend time with. So we've seen conversions. God is doing a mighty, mighty work uh, amongst the people. And one of the blessings is the educated people there, they speak English, so we're not inhibited by the need for interpreters. When we go out into the, into the uh, villages or out into the outskirts of the country, we, we do need to have um, interpreters come with us. But for the main training, discipleship we're doing, we can do it one-on-one and pray the Holy Spirit speaks through us. You know, I'm, I'm struck by a, a number of uh, thoughts as I hear you speak, Doctor, and one that just jumped off the page, as it were, at me was, as you minister to these various families, it includes Muslims. That's correct. Uh, we, we, are, we are desiring to, to training amongst the Muslims. We are desiring to love them and show them the same compassion. And, and Muslims, especially the cultural Muslims, they... They never, um, they never shy away from religious discussions. Mm-hmm. They acknowledge the existence and the presence of Jesus Christ. They might not um, believe that he is the Savior or the Messiah or that he, he redeemed us on the cross. They do believe that he did die on the cross as a prophet. And um, they, they struggle with the idea of a heavenly Father that loves us and cares for us, Yes, um, that relationship that we have with our Heavenly Father who is sovereign over our, our lives and who we desire to love and serve in obedience, um, they, they delight in speaking about these things. Mm. They do not demonstrate any animosity, and, and as we speak and as we um, develop trust in relationships, then we, uh, it allows us the privilege to develop those relationships even further. Mm. It's amazing that um, the love of Jesus Christ transcends racial boundaries. I'm blessed by that. Another point um, that I'd like us to make here is is asked in a question, really, who pays for this? Yeah, that's a great question, Dan. We were, when the Minister of Health and the government asked us to uh, establish this program, uh, three of my friends moved over there um, and have uh, really demonstrated the ultimate uh, act of surrender, and they moved over there full-time. Wow. And uh, Dr. Randy Sanders from Augusta, Georgia, who's an internist who has done ministry with CMDA for many, many years, his wife, and then there's another woman who's doing discipleship over there full-time. And as the physicians go over there, um, their plane fare, their lodging, their food, and a stipend uh, being given to them is being paid for by the Macedonian government. <laughs> it's remarkable. Oh, it's just, it's almost like, um, I, I remember there's an old portion of Scripture where Paul has a, has a vision, and there's a man from Macedonia. I don't know if it's the same boundary, you know, in terms of the country, but it was a, it was a beckoning. Come over here and help us. Yes. <laughs> and I think of that. But it's interesting that the country itself realizes the value of the Christian gospel and all the benefits that come along with it. Uh, peace, um, uh, freedom, uh, meaning in your life, and then physical good health comes along with it. Yes. And, and I'm not preaching a health and prosperity gospel here. I'm just saying that's that's just simply the benefits of living for Christ. Um 
Another thing that, that interested me that you mentioned was that the educated people speak English. And um, sometimes I'm frustrated here in the States that, you know, I think back years ago in the scriptures, many, many, many years ago, when man lifted himself up at the Tower of Babel, and, you know, he, he wanted to make a name for himself, became very proud, etc., etc. And one of the effects of the curse as God judged him was God came down and confused his language. And you can just picture these guys on the on the ground saying, pass a brick or whatever, and say, what? <laughs> In another language. And I think it, it is a real curse to a, to a nation when we have too much diversity of languages and we can't communicate well to one another. Yes, I think that the United States has done a, a grave injustice to those who would uh, immigrate and mm. uh, they would not assimilate them and encourage them to become part of our culture and maintain their own identity with their own ethnicity. But sure, um, but the the diversity and and the ethnic divide that we're seeing throughout the United States is um, causing a tremendous amount of relativity and relativity yeah. um, breeds discontent and and along with that we're seeing tremendous moral relativity as well. And, right. We know the moral relativity is a myth because there is absolute truth and there is absolute evil and there's absolute right and there's absolute wrong. So, yeah. Um, we do really need to be um, ambassadors for that as well. Yes, and uh, just going down this rabbit trail a bit further, I'm thinking also that uh, we see essentially because of the gospel and God's love for the good news, we see a reversal of the Tower of Babel on the day of Pentecost where where every man could hear in his own language, even though there was various languages. And so so God wants to communicate to people the good news, and uh, he will do that. And certainly it does help, I think, when there is a common language, as you've experienced here, where these uh, leaders and educated people actually speak English in Macedonia. Praise the Lord for that. Yes, amen. amen. And uh, one more observation. You mentioned that um, these doctors go over there. I'm just amazed, you know, in a relatively short period of time, approximately five months or whatever, 38 physicians are going over there to minister in love, in the love of Christ to these people. And um, they must they must get tired, but how are they doing? How do, how do they make out over there in this Macedonia? They're so excited. We started the project in January of 2013, and the first session from last January through May, we had 12, and then uh, we doubled the efforts from September through December. We had 26 come over. The government was so excited, and clearly some of it being used for political gain from the prime minister, but he said he wanted 100 physicians from the United States to come over to his country this year, so... Uh, we fell short of the mark of 50 uh, this session, but mm-hmm. we have 38, and, and some of them are coming back for the second time because they're oh. so excited to be able to share their lives um, with, their, with their counterparts in Macedonia. And, and a great thing is they're able to bring their wives. Oh. And, um, they're bringing their wives, and they're really doing life-on-life with the families and the, uh, the, and the wives of the, of the Macedonians as well, and... It is really just a great testimony, as you said, to Mm. the Holy Spirit opening up the hearts of a country where we would 
prayerfully see uh, the Holy Spirit make an impact in individual hearts and advance his kingdom through the power of the gospel um, in that Mm. country. It's a, it's a blessed uh, account, and uh, I see we're at the end of our discussion today. Uh, Dr. Frank Imbarato is my guest today here on A Plain Answer, and I'm wondering, Doctor, if you would be so kind to share with our listeners information, perhaps they would like to learn more, perhaps they would like to give uh, to support the effort. There's probably tons more money needed than what um, the Macedonian government spends. There's got to be some real needs here. Maybe you can share that with our listeners. Thanks, Dan. Uh, the the organization that we have the memorandum of understanding with uh, stateside is CMDA, and my friend Andy Sanders, who's living over there uh, full-time uh, as director of the project, he is CMDA Augusta. Uh, but if you contact CMDA at cmda.org, and any donations that go to through CMDA, and if you earmark them towards the Macedonia project, that'll that'll find its way into the proper uh, benefit. And uh, I head over there next week, so please keep me in prayer. I'll be back at the end of March, and maybe we can get together, and I can share what God's doing over there um, from a from a current standpoint. There's um, very quickly we've opened up the first crisis pregnancy center in the country last year. Um, hopefully stem the tide of some of those abortions, and we're making great progress in some of the universities and and uh, also developing those relationships with the politicians. Mm. God is using us in a, in a mighty way, and despite our inadequacies and despite our weaknesses, His power is coming through. Mm. That's a principle that uh, we can take home with us. Thank you very much for sharing that. And again, if you do wish to uh, support this wonderful effort, uh, the website is cmda, cmda.org. You can earmark your gift to go towards this Macedonia project. And it really will help the people over there to hear the gospel of Christ, to have really loving medical care and training. It's a beautiful thing. Frank, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Dan. God bless you. God bless you, too. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us for another edition of A Plain Answer. Quick reminder, join us next week at this same time. And also visit our website at RedeemerBroadcasting.org, where this broadcast is listed there as a podcast. Open up my heart that I might see God save the world starting with me.